Welcome back to Take Us in the Guinness Elder Care Law Hour, where we explore the many issues that arise due to aging, disability, and unexpected illness. I'm your co-host, Tim Takis, and today we're talking about the opioid crisis and other addictions and how they affect seniors. And I'm Barbara McGinnis. As we continue this episode, in this segment we're going to be talking about legitimate pain management. How do you manage chronic pain and how has the battle against the opioid crisis affected treatment? We're going to be talking with Dr. Greg, Craig Thompson, Greg Thompson, who is the president of LifeLink Corporation and LifeLink Pain Management Centers. Welcome, good morning. Thank you very much, appreciate you having me. Mm -hmm. So tell us about what is pain management? So pain management is really a, a branch, a, a field of medicine in which practitioners treat patients with, with pain problems and they can be acute or chronic. Um, that pain could be the result of a disease process or an injury. Um, the pain itself can be the primary problem. So uh, we, we treat both of those and so a, a pain practitioner would be a physician that usually comes from the field of anesthesiology, but not always, mm -hmm. but they've done extra training or special training or a fellowship uh, to just you know, further education in that and then we treat those patients and uh, just concentrate really on trying to get those patients back to a good level of function and managing their pain. So when would someone need to see a pain management physician? And, and what, the, what can they expect at a typical visit? Okay, so there are a couple instances. You, we may, uh, a patient may see someone like us in an acute setting, and particularly a hospital if with a, in correlation with a surgery where mm -hmm. we manage their pain during that surgery. But, but what we're talking about here today is more in a, an outpatient clinical setting in an office and a mm -hmm. pain, pain setting. So <clears throat> that's usually a chronic uh, pain condition and so by definition we look at chronic pain as being pain that's three months of duration or longer and so generally those patients have been treated by another practitioner their family practitioner or some other physician who has just gotten to the point where they can't manage that pain any longer or the modalities they've tried are no longer effective mm -hmm. and so they'll refer that patient to a pain specialist or someone like us and then, then we see that patient mm -hmm. and so um, for instance, like the, the Center for Disease Control, we see a lot of back pain. Well, they, they show that 85% of adults will have a significant incidence of back pain in their adult life. Mm -hmm. And so it's, that's a big, big socioeconomic impactor, mm -hmm. um, back pain, and it's actually the number one cause of loss of work days. Sure. And so we see a lot of that, and, and so those are the type of patients that we see. You mentioned referral, <coughs> so would a, uh, a potential client or patient need a referral from their PCP or would they just be able to call one of the pain management centers and say, I need to be seen? So generally, most pain centers are referral only and a lot of that has to do with some of the new regulations um, in the states and that is mm -hmm. just to kind of prevent people walking in off the streets and hey, I need a prescription. Yeah. So it's, it's usually referral only and uh, most of the centers operate that way. Yeah, this episode is about addictions and specifically the opioid crisis. Um, how does, um, what do you do or what, what, does the, what does your pain centers do to, to 
maybe mitigate those possibilities. Yeah, and that, that's a, a huge concern, obviously, for us, and, and it's the big focus right. with everyone these days, the yeah. medical practitioners, the state. So when a patient comes in, we, it's going to be much like any other doctor visit. We're going to do a lot of evaluation and taking histories and physical exams and what modalities have worked, what they haven't, what haven't worked, mm -hmm. and, and then we kind of design a plan because our goal really is, is not so much how do we get rid of all your pain, but how do we manage your pain? How do we get you back to life? How do we get you to a level of function? What is mm -hmm. it that you like to do each day? Do you play golf? Do you garden? Do you, do you go out and do different activities? Yeah. So how do we do that? Um, with particular focus on minimizing the narcotics, which are the opioids, mm -hmm. and so we look at different modalities. So a lot of our treatments may be around um, physical therapy, interventional injections, um, massage therapy, behavioral modification, behavioral therapy. Um, and then there are sometimes uh, patients that do need narcotics and chronic narcotics. And then there's a whole monitoring system for that. Mm -hmm. But it's not primarily narcotic based mm -hmm. as much anymore. Right. So <clears throat> as I was reading, what about risk factors for addiction? Some people are more prone to becoming addicted than others. Is that right? Absolutely. Okay. And so when we talk about addiction, you know, that's a scary word. And people mm -hmm. think, I, I take a pain medicine, I'm going to be addicted. And, and that's not yeah. really true. There, there is that risk. So there's two things we talk about. There's physical dependence and then mm -hmm. there's addiction. So physical dependence is your body getting used to a medication, particularly in the narcotics. You take it for a while, your body gets used to it. Uh, the same dose doesn't work, so we have to increase the dose over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's kind of the physical dependence. Addiction uh, is a whole separate issue. It's, it's, a, it's a chronic disease in and of itself, and really that is treated by an addiction specialist. Um, there's a lot of behavioral uh, issues with that and, and so addiction is more centered around people craving or ob ob obsessing about the medication. Um, certainly someone is at risk for that. So we look at a risk for that is of addiction would be yeah. alcoholism, previous drug use, previous uh, drug addiction, certain mental illnesses. Those would be risk factors for someone being addicted. So um, the average patient isn't quite as much a risk for addiction right. as they are just for physical, physical dependence, dependence, which is a whole different thing and, and a manageable thing. If you, in, in treatment, in pain management centers, if you see the addictive personalities as well, do you have the, the mental health specialists on staff or is that a separate referral It's also? usually a separate referral and, and we have those referrals to, to that's what, we, what I said earlier about behavioral health mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. or addiction specialists and so mm -hmm. that we can refer or those out. out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do you address pain in seniors? Is that different or is it a, uh, or, or they have different physiology that makes you approach those patients differently? Well, it's the same and different. I mean, every patient is different, right. but, but think we approach it the same. I think the thing that we worry about in the elderly population is just some of the side effects of the narcotic medications and some of the issues that seniors have as we age are balanced is an issue. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to give medications uh, that are, may cause you know, dizziness or, or issues with balance and make that worse. We don't want someone to fall. Mm -hmm. um, confusion, is, mm -hmm. it, you know, so that can be an issue with uh, narcotics. So we'll tailor those medications specifically and we, there's a lot of what we call our multimodal 
pain methods, so non-narcotic pain right. methods that, that you we referred use. to earlier. Similar Correct. To those. So all right. these other medications that are not narcotics, but that allow us to reduce the dose of narcotics by using those as well. Right. Right. We've talked about new regulations, uh, new laws, I guess, for prescribing. Are there are the practitioners at the pain center exempt from those new laws? The practitioners are not. So okay. a lot of the new regulations, there, there's really two sides. If the okay. ones that the patients would see, and then ones involving how the practitioner practices. And so these are the things that the physicians have really had to, you know, bone up on and mm -hmm. figure out how to do this correctly. And so there is a, a prescription data bank that, that monitors prescriptions so if you write a narcotic for a patient you have to access that data bank and check any other prescriptions that that patient has had uh, in the last 30 days so that mm -hmm. kind of prevents the doctor shopping patient that right. gets a prescription that goes next door and gets another prescription and goes next door and gets another prescription so that you know how many prescriptions they've had. Because in the past we counted on uh, <coughs> pharmacies to be sort of Correct. like the little gatekeeper but That's right. with they go in, if you go to multiple pharmacies but now there's Correct. a data bank. So the, so the pharmacy is in on that and yep. the physicians are in on that and they're all part of that data bank and so we all access it so we're all okay. part of the same team looking at that. Uh, we also have to make sure before we write any kind of prescriptions that we have a full exam, a full history, a full diagnostic code, and all that has to be put in. Where the patient sees it on the other side is they don't get the large prescriptions that they got in the past, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. People would have surgery and then they have a half a bottle of pills left okay. over that they never used. Right, like we were just heard is an <laughs> exactly. uh, accidental drug dealer. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so, and that is where we get the diversion and people just having it in gotcha. their medicine cabinet. People pick it up and they right. take it. And so you, so the new rules are you get a three-day prescription okay. for, for an incident. Gotcha. Wow. So Dr. Thompson, thanks for being here. We're going to put your contact information up, LifeLink Pain Centers, 615-380-8484. Uh, Glad to have you here. Great, thank you. Uh, next up, we will be discussing a new phenomenon resulting from the opioid crisis, which is grandparents raising grandchildren. Stay with us. Mm -hmm.